Hey guys, H. Allen Scott here. Before we get to the episode today that features Elliot Glazer and the very funny and awesome Dave Holmes, I wanted to talk to you about Squarespace. Now, you know that this is an ad, and even though we are very fun and personable people, ads are always a little like this. So I'm going to make it a little fun for you this time. We're going to pretend that you and I, yes, listener, you and I, H. Allen Scott, are on the telephone. Okay? Okay. Here we go. Oh, hey. Oh, hey. So good to catch up with you. Wow, you look great. I mean, I can't see you because we're on the telephone, but whatever. You feel great. You feel great. Okay, I need to talk to you about something that's so awesome. So, like, you know how you were telling me last week that you love the look of my website and you love the look of outonthelanai.com? Well, do you know why it looks so good? Because of Squarespace, that's why. It, Squarespace is intuitive and has crazy easy-to-use tools. It has state-of-the-art technology powering your site to ensure security and stability. And also, it's like trusted by millions of people and some of the most respected brands in the world. It's just $8 a month, and you get a free domain when you sign up for a year. So, friend... On the telephone with me right now, you need to start your free trial site today with no credit card required at squarespace.com. When you decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure that you use the offer code LANAI, that's L-A-N-A-I, to get 10% off your first purchase. And then when you do it, you just say, Squarespace, build it golden, because it's a golden girls podcast. Okay, well, call me later, because like... Yeah, call me later. I listen, you know, just hang up on me now and just listen to the podcast. Okay, bye. This is a headgum podcast. I have to say what I feel. Miami has so much appeal. A great place to get a seafood meal. Los Angeles, 2016. Welcome to Out on the Lanai. I'm doing this solo today, guys. Uh, at least without Carrie, I have a special guest host here. Our recurring, you're like the the Ann Curry to our podcast, Elliot. Good you, morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> you ever see that clip? Yes, I did. Um, guys, welcome Elliot Glazer. He's co-hosting the podcast today. Good morning. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. And this is a podcast where we have someone over to watch an episode of The Golden Girls, and then we. Talk about it. Today we watched Dorothy's New Friend. It was one of the New Year episodes that they had done in 1988. Yeah. Wow. I love this episode because I hate Barbara Thorndike. I think everybody does. Yeah, you're supposed to hate. You're supposed to. You're supposed to hate Barbara Thorndike. Um, and our guest today, such a sweetheart of a man. Uh, he well, and I, I say that only because I have to because we're from the same city and state. So it, would, it could like get back to people if I didn't say kind things about you in mm-hmm. my in our home city. Okay. Um, I uh, he's he's from the neighboring community to my hometown, Kirkwood, Missouri, from De Pere, Missouri, in St. Louis. A suburb of St. Louis. Guys, please welcome Dave Holmes. Hello, everybody. Uh, and you know what? The world is small now. Like, it would get back. Like, you can't, you shouldn't yeah. say bad things about any, we, anybody. Uh, by the way, we just finished saying bad things about people before <laughs> sure. we started <laughs> recording this thing. We were so shit-talking. Yeah. Yeah. It's a small is. town, but yeah, we were, uh, we were shit-talking other... Uh, but we were shit-talking people. 
people that deserve to be shit talked. Right. I would agree. Yeah. Wholeheartedly. Yeah. Uh, so you grew up in Kirkwood. I grew up in De Pere, just yes. off Lindemann. Yes. Briar yeah. Hill Farm. Yeah. Is um, Kirkwood, is there a different, is there a place called Kirksville? There is. Yeah. It's on the opposite so, side of the state, though. Okay. Because I did a show there. West side. And Truman right. University, right? Yes. Yeah. So scary. It's really? A, <laughs> oh, my God. So desolate and scary. So scary. And I asked, like, where I can get so, and, like something decent to eat. And the girl literally said to me, there's really good pizza at that gas station. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that wow. sounds like Kirksville. I went up to, I've only been to Kirksville I mean, I have family in St. Joseph, Missouri, mm-hmm. you know, north of Raytown, real town, mama's family town. I, uh, I, yeah, I have family all on that side of the state, so I, but I've only been to Kirksville once. Yeah. And the only time I went there, I remember it was so, it was in the winter, I was with friends, I was visiting someone's boyfriend, one of my girlfriend's boyfriends, something, and I drove off a ditch, like... In, like, I wasn't drunk or anything, but I literally just drove off this thing, and then people just were, like, not surprised by it. It yeah. was as if, like, like the people who saw it were just like, what happens here? Just another wow. day in Raytown. Just another, yeah, another day. Another Raytown day. Raytown. Uh, we need to do a next podcast on Mama's Family. And did you guys ever watch Mama's Family? Um, I, you know, I tried to just because of the uh, uh, Bubba in jeans. Oh, Bubba that was, was good. really something. That, he's, that was he's from Missouri. Days. Is he really? Yeah, yeah. So I bet he's. I bet he held, has held up. He I has. bet he's somebody well, who looks good still. I don't. I, the last time I saw him was when Vicky Lawrence had a talk show in the early nineties, uh-huh. uh, and they did a Mama's Family reunion episode, and he still looked good. Yeah, I mean, he, he's he's a Missouri sort of like Springfield, Missouri guy. So you know, okay. he's probably hating on people, but also like I don't lifting know if that's things. True necessarily. I think he's kind of a hick. Okay. I think there's something, because he literally was just like, I'm giving up acting and I'm moving back to Springfield. Well, good for him. Baby yeah. got ass. Baby got vish ass. He <laughs> <laughs> looked fucking good in a, in a high-waisted 80s jean. <laughs> there was ass. There was package. Uh, and I would watch it for that reason, and then I would stop watching it because it's terrible. It is terrible. I mean, yeah. there are, the, the syndicated portion of it was, because what happened is interesting series. In the 80s, they did, and they're, they're trying to do this now, where when a series can't get network approval, uh-huh. they'll move it to syndication. So sure. like that's why Saved by the Bell was such a big thing. It was never, like it went from a network show to syndication. Mama's Family right. did the same thing. A lot of shows in the 80s, um, I think even Small Wonder did that. Like, right. Yeah, a, it did, for a, sure. A lot of shows did syndication, and it's kind of coming back now that they're selling like scripted sitcoms for like anytime viewing, like daytime mm-hmm. viewing. Mm-hmm. You know? It's... Yeah. It's interesting. There's, um, I am obsessed with Small Wonder. Um, yes. Because talk about a terrible show. I'm yeah. actually not obsessed with Small Wonder. I'm, I'm obsessed with the Small Wonder internet community, which exists. Oh, it does. Wow. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of fan fiction. There's a lot of like, you know, tribute websites and really? whatever. Yeah. And I was looking on one and there, they had a, 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 um, a, like a capture or whatever, a scan yeah. of a full page TV guide ad for the second season of uh, Small Wonder. Yeah. And in huge letters, it says, when your little girl is a robot, you can expect wild and funny things to happen. Wow. <laughs> and it's like, nothing has ever been truer <laughs> no. than that. No, you know, when, when your daughter's a robot, sure. Yeah. That, 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 there was another show that was similar to it that was called Out of This World. Oh, yeah. I... Was, was that so she put fantasized. her fingers She poked her fingers together and stop time. I yeah. fantasized so much. I was such a dirty fucking kid that, like, I wanted to be able to put my fingers together, stop time, and drop everyone's pants. Wow. Oh my God, I just wow. wanted to go and pull down people's pants. You still wow. do. I still do still wish that I could do well, that. that was like, yeah. it was just yeah. like an excuse because I guess at that point they'd figure out how to, like, press pause on footage and uh, video. Yeah. And they were like, let's make a show out of this. Yeah. <laughs> let's just make a show uh, where the girl uh, talked to a uh, crystal. 
That was her father oh, was yeah. her father was a crystal. The voice of the or father, I believe, was um uh oh god, why am I playing his name? The Boogie Nights director. Mark Wahlberg. No, the the, the Paul boss. Thomas Anderson? No, the uh, the legend, you know, William H. Macy. You know, no, guys, uh, you know the, the, the director, the guy who owns uh, all the Rob, board. The, the firecrackers Burt guy. Reynolds. Burt Reynolds, thank oh. you. Yeah, I think it was Burt Reynolds. Wow. I heard that fact once. Huh. Yeah, fun fact. Do you so, guys remember Throb? No. no. That was a, another syndicated uh, sitcom. What Diana is it? Diana Canova. I think she worked at a, like a record Seriously? label. Yeah. Throb? Throb. Uh, there was also Rocky Road. No, Rocky Road was TBS. Yeah, I don't know Rocky Road. There are like three listeners who are like, yes! Like so excited <laughs> and hoping that we'll start talking about Rocky Road, but we won't because you don't remember it. Someone will talk about Rocky Road. I guarantee you there's someone out there listening right oh, I now. I hope so. Like, what was it? won't be us. Rocks Rocky Road. Huh? What was it? I don't know. It was like, uh, it was a family. It's about ice cream. Wild and funny things sure, happened. Yeah. Nobody yeah. was a robot. There was also um, Doghouse on the USA Network. Do you recall that? Oh, I, I do remember that. Yeah. Um, it was it was about a cop who was involved in a car accident and his soul was transferred to a dog. Yes. What? Yes. And, uh, and so... <laughs> Bullshit and so TV. Wow. In the doghouse. He was like a talking greenlit, and yet. Oh my God. We're struggling. Um, so, Dave, I have to tell you mm-hmm. that. So, Dave is a fantastic comedian, you guys. You probably have seen no, him, you know, on television before. You've seen it. He has a host a great show here show. in. Uh, Los Angeles called the Friday 40 at You've Nerd been a Melt. contestant I've been a contestant Great fun I felt very awkward Because I, I didn't realize That you You drink beer Yeah And I'm sober Yeah, yeah. So like, Oh duels It was a Yeah it was a you moment duels Or you can designate a drinker From the audience And that's what I whatever. did yeah. I oh, designated nice. a drinker Yeah, we've, yeah. We've, You're not our first uh, Sober contestant Good, Good. Um, I tasted that old duels You had the other night And I really liked it It's not bad Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm stepping into The world of beer And that was a uh, a nice uh, misdirect. Yeah, I like yeah. the taste of beer. The German in me loves the taste of beer. Yeah. And, I, and, but and, I, and Jewish children. And Jew- Jewish, <laughs> Jewish blood. Yeah. Yes. But, Dave, <laughs> I have Jews. to say that when... Uh, when you first like hit the scene uh-huh. on the MTV uh-huh. DJ thing, and I was I was in high school, I think I think that was around that time. Okay, and <clears throat> that makes sense. Yeah, it was 1998. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember people freaking out because you and I looked. Apparently, to everyone, so crazy alike. I'm sorry like, about that. Every <laughs> single person was like, "Have you seen this dude? You're, he's, he's your doppelganger." I don't even think we had the word doppelganger. Very weird. Wow. Yeah, it was. It was all kinds of German. It words. was my thing. It was my like. Everyone would be like, "You look like that MTV VJ guy." Oh man, yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. I am legitimately sorry about that. Well, no. So, and then years later, I think we, I think we first met at like a prop eight. Rally. Yes. I think that's when we first ran uh-huh. into each other. And then, of course, comedy after that and sure. everything. And, and Gelson's. So it's sort of. seeing you at a Gelson's. Oh, that's right. Gelson's. Yeah. Yeah. You have a good memory. Yeah. Very good memory. Um, I got the Mary Lou Henner disease. <laughs> it's not a disease. I guess it's more an ability than a, a gift, disease. But a yeah. gift. It's a gift. Yeah. But you. It would be a disease if you actually had it, though. If you oh, couldn't I would things. never want that. Oh, I would never, never want that. Really? You know about that? Yeah, that she remembers small details about... Every, she, she remembers, remembers everything. everything. She can't forget. Every single day. Every she can't s- forget. What would be so wrong about that? It's just too much. It's too much. Really? Yeah, because then her her brain functions like a calendar or like a Rolodex. Yeah. Oh. It's really creepy. I mean, I, I she seems... I mean, of all people, Mary Lou Henner seems pretty well adjusted, but I think it would drive me nuts. I don't think Mary, Mary Lou Henner is very well adjusted. Is I have a not? friend that was a, her assistant, and... I don't think she's very well adjusted. Okay, I'll take your word for yeah, it. Yeah, uh, but we'll, we'll talk about that okay. offline. Imagine right. if um, you were like, I think you forgot to cut me a check from a couple weeks ago, and she's like, No. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> and that's oh, the 800 final hours. Word. Yeah. Yeah. Her, her, sorry, I'm just moving the mic Her trust me was uh, like her saying, trust me to anything 
I bet no one questions. Oh, right. sure. Yeah. They're like, right. we get it, Mary yeah. Lou. Yep. You're the one who knows things. Yep. Yeah. She's Whatever. She yeah. probably has no friends. Oh, my God. Really? I mean, if you think about it, like, if, if you're always reminding people, no, she correcting does have people friends. on she shit. She does have friends. Well, just because she she's must. Mary Lou Henner, but if she was, like, an average person, everyone would hate her, and she'd probably be dead. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, let's get into That's this episode. We hate her so much. Who's <laughs> worse, Barbara Thorndike or Mary Lou Henner? <laughs> Tweet I mean, at us. Talk. Huh? Hashtag hate I Mary hate Lou. Yeah. I hate Barbara Thorndike. I hate Barbara Thorndike I mean, so there's, much. Just nothing, there's nothing to like. Okay, so let's Barbara talk about Thorndike. Barbara. So the episode started with Sophia in the kitchen. She's uh, making a lasagna for a man at the center. Mm. She There's this man that she just is in love with she fascinates for and uh no blanche comes home and is like Ooh, who are you making that for and uh-huh. she just sort of sassily says a cute guy at the center yeah <laughs> no she says it's a guy at the center and and this is like oh. the, the jokes are very labored yes. in yes. this particular episode yeah. it's like it's a guy at the center oh well is it cute right <laughs> because she's got to you know talk like that all the time and uh and then there's the the misdirect kind of thing yeah. of like he's, he's ugly, 92 he's years old he's got no teeth in his head and he's covered in liver spots <laughs> He's adorable. Right. Yeah, yeah. Which, Shut I up. mean, you know. For me, again, and Dave might not know this, but, like, we have a little differentiation between our favorite seasons. Mm-hmm. I push later yeah. because I like when Mitch Hurwitz got on board and the show became a little more fantastical and Which silly. Last, last right. week we had a writer on the podcast, a writer from the last few Tracy. seasons, Tracy um, Gamble, and he was talking about how that later on in the series – you know, they did allow some sort of more farce. Yeah. They allowed okay. some silly to be put into the show. And I love that. I think that these, this diet, like this language, mm-hmm. you know, of Sophia doing like a misdirect, it's just a little bit more, a little bit more stodgy to me. Yeah. And stayed and a little more militant. And yeah. has not aged well. Yeah, it doesn't age that well. Oh, yeah. see, I disagree. I think it has. I, when I heard the joke, and whenever I hear jokes like this from Sophia, it's always kind of like, yeah, she she's supposed to play that part. Like, yeah. and she never yeah, she never know. not played that part. She was right. she was always even later on in the series. She was that's always true. doing jokes like she this. delivered yeah. the zingers. Yeah, why she was always my least favorite. Oh, really? Me too. Me yeah. too. But that's I find true. her the least believable. Me oh, you too. know, one thing I didn't ask you, which we usually do for most guests, what's mm-hmm. your history with the Golden Girls? You said before the podcast that you've seen most episodes. I've, I've probably seen most episodes. Yeah. I think everyone has seen most episodes well, because they were be everywhere for, for ages, yeah. for decades. Um, I, I, I don't think I ever saw it when it was in primetime. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember it was on Channel 5. Yeah. Or no, Channel yep. 4. Yeah. In the afternoons in like 1992. Yeah. Back to back. Uh-huh. Before the 5 o'clock news. Yeah. I think so it was like but 4 But when it was on air, when it was on primetime, it was on Channel we're talking St. Louis, guys. It, yeah, was, it was on, on channel, channel 5, KSDK. It was on NBC, KSDK, with, five, uh, with, high five, with Dick Ford and Karen Foss. <laughs> yeah. uh, the St. Louis people are the loving this. reruns, yeah, they're fucking up out of their chair. Um, uh, the reruns were on every day on Channel 4, I believe. Yes, yes. Which was they CBS. were already playing syndicated repeats oh, while the show was still oh, on the sure, air. Yeah. This show went yeah, into syndication, yeah. I, think with, I think, in the late well, 80s. Oh, my Wait, God. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't on the air, because I'm talking like 1992. No, so that was the last season. No, that was the last season. So then, yeah. Um, the, okay, and then on Channel 2, mm-hmm. I don't know if you'll remember this. because When it was back. ABC and not Fox. When it was ABC Fox. and not Fox. Uh, <laughs> at 10.30 after the 10 o'clock news, they would play reruns of MASH. Yes. And Larry Connors yeah. uh, would uh, say, uh, good night, and now, MASH. <laughs> <laughs> and like, and he was, and he would look right at the camera and not blink, and like, and it was just, it was weirdly reassuring. Yeah. And then it became something. It was the Arsenio Hall show. Uh-huh. They took Mash off and they put the Arsenio Hall show after uh, the ten o'clock news. <laughs> and so it was that for a while. And, was, and I don't even know what he would say. But then they like Arsenio went away or moved to syndicate or to like yeah. Channel Eleven or something, and Mash yeah. came back. 
And I remember it was a big deal. Like we had to watch the 10 o'clock news that night. Like everybody in town had to watch the 10 o'clock news that night to see what he would say. And he was like, been waiting a long time to say this. And now we don't make there's not much going on in St. Louis. There's not a whole time for us to be excited. So sad. (laughs) Yeah. But it's surprisingly endearing. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, long story short, uh, Mm -hmm. I remember I had a summer job that summer. Where at? uh, On the on the road crew. Oh. I was, uh, my brother worked for the county prosecutor at the time. So he had a line on like local, like union jobs yeah. where you would get paid just like a shit ton of money to really do nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which yeah. like you think you want when you're a teenager, you think you want that, yeah. but you, then you do it and you don't because yeah, it's like the days are so fucking long. Yeah. So I worked for the St. Louis County road crew. Uh, I worked on Barrett station road, uh, pouring concrete <laughs> yep. or actually not even pouring concrete, like observing the people who observed who, the people who observed the yeah. people who poured the concrete. Cause mm-hmm. they're like local jobs are always four times as many people as there need to be. Yeah. So I like I had to go in really early, but then I'd get out really early, and I'd come home, and I would uh, I would eat some uh, some crunchers, yeah, and some queso dip with my mom, and we would watch back to back in the kitchen. <laughs> That's amazing. And I kind of fell in love with the show then because yeah. you know because it was I mean it, it's timeless. It is a timeless. It's I mean so the writing unique. is timeless. It's so there's yeah. no show like it. Yeah, right? it's a show about four old ladies. It's like what? Yeah, yeah. it's kind of shocking how absurd it is, but also how much it works. Yeah. 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 I had a similar job in St. Louis actually, but not with the city with uh, the Washington university. It was my first job ever. And it was for the department of epidemiology standing on the street corner in, in sort of like the, uh, uh, the loop area Mm -hmm. of St. Louis, which is, you know, the music area. Anyway, um, back in the nineties, I would ask women about their sexual practices. Great. I would just survey what? women how? about like their sexual, As and I was how sixteen. Is, how is that anything like working? Well, on a it was crew? it was for like a guy. I would get paid a lot of money to stand there and did make up like answers around? and shit. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, I get it. Okay, I, would, I did. Uh, I had a a, t- a watchman. Yeah, like I had a little portable TV with the antenna that would telescope <laughs> out, and I watched all my children in one life to live every day. Oh wow! Um, couldn't get on board with uh, General Hospital. No one does. Um, I got really into crosswords that summer oh. because there was nothing else going on. Yeah. And I developed a fetish for uh, the uh, uh, fluorescent orange uh, mesh vests. To this day? <laughs> to this day, yeah. There was wow. one, another like college kid who worked that summer who had the best shoulders and arms. And right. And would just wear that and wow. shirt. And it was like the hottest. Oh, like a, like, a, um, like a penny. I don't know what that is. Like a, like a lacrosse, like a lacrosse sure. vest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh. Sure. Yeah. I've never heard that word before. Yeah. Wow. Do they call it at a sports authority. <laughs> Because right. I, I, a couple of years ago, I, I really job. got no. I really got into pennies. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah, like, they make lacrosse pennies. Nice. And that was like my summer thing. I love it. Wow, yeah. the seasons of our fashions. So seasons of <laughs> so so is making a lasagna uh, for this man down the center. Then Rose comes in with a cow head. And it's for the masquerade ball. She's going to, her and Dorothy are going to. Well, she does it every year. Do we ever hear about it before or since? No. No. And they always say, it's the social event of the season. There's always a social event of the season. Sure. And also, you're not socialites, are you? I mean, I think they're older and they do participate in community events, which then Mm -hmm. a lot of those things are like that. Right. So I think that's maybe, I mean, but they keep doing it. There's always a social event. Always a social banquet, a charity fundraiser. Daughters of the American Revolution. Something, yeah. Something. I will say that I'm let down, and I'm you know I'm jumping ahead a little bit, Please? but I'm just going to spoil it for they've seen this. They've episode. seen it. There's no song. You know what I mean? I like it when they're preparing for oh, a thing, yeah. and they have to like they either to put on a show, yeah, the big or show. do a song, yeah, or whatever. Because yeah. it's always we love it when they sing. Yeah. It's so great when they sing or yeah. dance. Um, oh sure. So then Dorothy comes in, and she is in a rut. She oh, is no. sad. She her life is just like. Pfft, 
such routine. Nothing's going on. It's blah, blah, blah. And then Sophia has a fun quip when she's talking about how, you know, her life is just the same thing, in and out, boring. And then Sophia says, that was my sex life with your, with your father right. for 28 years. What are uh-huh. you complaining about? Bad joke. Yeah. Uh, but as she's, she's exhausting. That's, she's, that's the, the thing. Just I interject. agree. Yeah. Every time she says something, I just get tired. I agree. You know what I mean? Yes. That Sophia says something, she gets tired. Yeah. Yes. I get tired. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Um, when yeah. she has something to do, like when there's plot for her, that's uh-huh. great. But well, she's just there to fucking do. Unless she's dealing with someone with Alzheimer's or someone who wants to kill themselves. Oh, oh that's a good one. That one's coming up. I didn't know the Alzheimer's hate. one. Oh, yeah. Oh, the Alzheimer's one? Yeah. yeah. That's that's a we did that one, I think. Yeah. The other, the, Suicide one is so bad. I don't remember that. Oh, it's so bad. It's really... We'll get to it, guys. Okay. Uh, so Dorothy's going to go see... Because she's just you know trying to do something new in her life. She's going to go see Barbara Thorndike give a speech or a lecture. She's a local author. Local that, author Barbara Thorndike? <laughs> Barbara Thorndike? Is coming to town oh, where Bar- she lives <laughs> and only does books about? <laughs> Seems that's like, yeah, that's like, another thing that's all, like baffling. The idea of a quote-unquote local author who only writes about books that take place in... Miami or the Dade County, but at the same right. time, well, there's lots of authors. Stephen like that. King lives in Maine and only writes books about Maine. Yeah, yeah, and and what's like the True Blood series, whatever that that I mean, they all take place in Louisiana. Like that's pretty common. I guess for, you're right. Yeah, you know that's a that's a common thing for authors. Um, okay. Not all authors. I'm looking up the actress's name that played Barbara Thorndike. But Barbara oh, Thorndike, I, I looked it up also. Oh, did you? Yeah, uh, and I don't remember. It's Bonnie something. So she's clearly and not that memorable. name Thorndike. Thorndike. Yeah, Oof. Thorndike. Uh, she, the actress, was married and. And I think still is to William Daniels. Oh, in Boy Meets World. Wow, interesting. Yeah. Uh, so, so she's a good actress because I hate her. Yeah, she's. Uh, <laughs> before you showed up, we uh, we said like she's uh, she's like an older Sybil Shepherd. Yeah, like yeah. a really. Oh. Bonnie Bartlett is Bonnie her Bartlett. name. She uh, her most famous credits are Twins, Shiloh, Saint Elsewhere. And Tuesdays with Maury. Actually, wow, she was just in an episode of Key and Peele and Parks and Rec. Oh, my God. Oh, good for her. Wow. She's doing things. She's in her 80s by now. Yeah. She's got to sure. be. She's um, got that sneer. She's got that sneer. She's Perfect a classy sneer. lady. She, she, she plays a classy a lady very anti-Semite. Well. Yeah, yes, very believable. So, yeah, that's, you, spoiler alert, but it's fine. They've seen it. Um, yeah. So, Dorothy's going to go see Barbara Thorndike. weird if somebody... I'm sorry to interrupt. No worries. Listen to this, just like never having seen The Golden Girls. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just want to hear some people describe it yeah. in the episode. I wonder... I wonder sure if you guys are few. listening and you've never seen this weird, episode before. Please let us know what you think about what we're what talking a weird about. Thing to do, person yeah. who may or may not exist. Yeah, it's a, it's a niche podcast, guys. Yeah. Um, so cuts to in the living room. Bar- Dorothy's getting ready for Barbara Thorndike to come over. She's going to come over. She's going to meet the ladies. She had a wonderful time. They when when Dorothy went to the reading. You know, afterwards, Barbara Thorndike and her went out for coffee, and they talked about life and writing and everything. She blah. never had a more stimulating conversation. How often does like that happen? Like, if you attend a thing, and then you meet the the celebrity, and you're like, "Let's go get coffee." I like eh, you. I mean, it's Barbara Thorndike. <laughs> the, 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 the the stakes aren't that high, right? True. True. She's local. True. Uh, um, I'm about to. Maybe do some readings please. myself. Oh yeah. Uh, no, not. Oh, I thought you were things. like now. I was I'm like, just saying, like, I've got a book coming out in June. Yes, going to start plugging. Yeah. Um, and there will be some readings. So who knows if somebody yeah. comes yeah. up and we and we you know you could meet your own Dorothy. Friendship. Pardon? You could meet your own Dorothy. I could, I yeah. Could, yeah. I could pull somebody away from the the relationships that uh, keep their life stable. Yeah. <laughs> I would and like that. We should we should set that up. I like you like should go to that. coffee with someone from each one person from each other. I don't want to defend Barbara Thorndike, but I guess if you do, if you can, it would be funny to imagine uh, 
like a middle-aged woman being like, and I have three roommates. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, how yeah. would you explain that to someone? <laughs> right. I live with my mother. Like, if you're right. trying... my mom and two other ladies. Yeah, if you're trying... Like, here's a classy woman, and Dorothy's so preoccupied with, um, like, making everything perfect for Barbara so that she can impress Barbara. Right. But yet, you live with your mother and two women. Like, yeah. that's not impressive. So... Rose comes out. Rose is reading a National Enquirer, and she it's about she's reading a story about Michael Jackson not being able to purchase the Elephant Man's remains, so she uh-huh. instead is purchasing the Big Bopper's remains. Who, by the way, was vaporized in a in a, a, a plane crash. <laughs> oh so, yeah, that's right. Yeah, like there wouldn't be a whole lot of remains. No, right. it would Bopper. probably be gone by then. And then, right. and um, it wouldn't also if there were, it wouldn't he wouldn't be like medically significant. Right, he was just <laughs> kind of big. He's just a big man. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and then Bland says, you know, the only reason why she gets that magazine is because it's the only one that Elvis talks to. <laughs> right. And, by the, and it's not, do they say the National Enquirer? Or no, they it, never say the National Enquirer. Yeah. But it's um, clear that's kind of what it is. But it's it's shaped like a newspaper. Yeah. It's, it's not like world a news tabloid. or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's one of, it's like the New York Times. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, that's not how those work. No. Like, somebody could have gone and like made a fake. Wasn't there something called <laughs> Weekly World News? There yeah, is. That, was, that was the news of the weird, like the alien oh, boy and stuff. That's what I thought. That H. Was Scott. Yeah. Yes. Did you ever read the Evening World in St. Louis? Yes, I did. Oh, okay. So Elliot, <laughs> there is a newspaper. I think it's back. Is it back? Uh huh. It went wow. away for a long time. Let us know, uh, guys. The, if the it is. creator died, uh, but it was a thing called the the Evening World. W H I R L, and it was uh, an urban newspaper. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it was all about like crimes in like Ferguson, right? Right. And, like, yeah. The, Heavily, heavily black. You, and you could only get it downtown. Like, you, you could only get, get it anywhere it, like, else. World News in Clayton uh-huh. and then in places downtown. Yeah. And the articles often rhymed. Um, what? And, like... Iambic pentamina. Yeah. Like, oh. if, 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 if it was, like, a domestic abuse or, uh-huh. or violence incident, it would mm-hmm. be, like, you know, XYZ, whatever their names were, did fume and fuss. <laughs> and, like, and, and, like, it would describe the situation, but often in rhyme. Uh-huh. And then there were, um, there was the gun club, Who which was, was all the, the gun editor? crime. I forget the name. Yeah. We'll look um, it up. The wife beaters and sweetheart mistreaters club. Yep. That was a whole page yep. of, like, domestic violence uh, arrests Was this for purchase? Yes. Yeah. And you and would I read it. got it right around this time, too. Right uh-huh. around 1992. Yeah. I, I never missed it. Yeah. Wow. It was a fun little paper. What? Yep. I remember my mother loved it. Yeah. My mother was obsessed with it. She just thought it was fun reading. Sure. Even though it's I like mean, horrible shit. It's super depressing. Yeah. It was, it was fun reading. It was fun reading. I'm sure I, I've, I've, I've kept some. Yeah. Yeah. Socked away I'm, I'm sure invention. my mom has. Huh? Yeah. What an odd invention. Yeah. I mean, you know. It's, oh, and the, 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 the graphic for the wife beaters and sweetheart mistreaters. Club, I remember that. It was like uh, a woman in like. Um, in like a Victorian kind of dress for whatever reason. <laughs> and then a giant boot. What? was like <laughs> kicking her and she says oh daddy don't and the boot says be good and i won't it's the wow. Beers and sweetheart mistreaters club wow yeah who, who even came real. up with this kind of shit st louis people know. man a what? man with a vision it sounds yeah. like a zine <laughs> it kind of was it a little bit was it yeah. kind of was in this day yeah it's a local zine wow i don't think it went anywhere else yeah no no uh, and then also sometimes like it, it, sometimes there was like straight up reporting of like a crime that happened right or like a drug bust or whatever and it would be very straightforward like you would read in a regular newspaper and then just oh my <laughs> like in the middle of it just in the middle of a story you would say oh my it that was sounds like, like it, should, it really deserves a prize. What well, also yeah. kind of is like modern 
you know, internet writing and yeah. that like you have to put in things like oh my or TBH right. or yeah. LOL or yeah. vernacular that yeah, is totally. bullshit. But yeah. you know, that's gonna, how people I'm, read these days. I'm Sorry, guys, up on the phone after people we read here. We're gonna take you um, deep into the evening world. So yeah, at the Elvis mention, I did have to just name drop this movie that's amazing that everyone needs to watch. It's called Bubba Hotep, and it's oh, about, about you. Yeah, it's an amazing Bruce Campbell film. Oh yeah, and it I own it and I watch it probably <clears> twice a year. It is about Elvis. He lived and he's in a retirement home with John F. Kennedy, who also lived, who was played by Ossie Davis because they colored his skin, so now he's black, mm. and they have to fight off um, not zombies, but uh, but um, oh god, what is it? Uh, like Egyptian. Mummies? Uh, mummies, mummies, thank you. Oh, wow. Yeah, this mummy is sucking the soul of old people out of their assholes. And um, really, it's up though? To, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, really I have to happening. tell you, everything you just said made me tired. <laughs> <laughs> Much like the Sophia joke, literally everything you said maybe, made me Maybe it's a thing against elderly people. people. Um, maybe it is. Yeah, I mean, I'll own it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so okay. So Sophia comes home. She's been jilted by the man. She, she, the man just did not want her lasagna, which, like, who says no? Who says no to yeah, a lasagna? Like, it, first of all, it was at lunchtime. Yeah. Which lasagna is more of a traditional dinner. A dinner. I think so. Yeah. Um, also, it's like if somebody her. brings you a casserole, it's not like you're not like required to eat it right then. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? That's the whole thing of a casserole. Exactly. Like you can put it in your fridge. Yeah. It will be good for a week. <laughs> right? This is why I'm not yes. a Sophia fan. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it just feels like they're shoehorning shit yes. in for her to do. For her yes. to do, yeah. I, I mean, there, like are, there are definitely, there are times where it's like Sophia's B stories always are a little, we are just pushing like, her through. I, this is as close as this episode has to a B story, and it's like, yeah. it amounts to a handful of lines. Nothing. Exactly. Yeah, nothing. Exactly. And like, and we never really leave the house. Well, yeah. You know. Yeah. Except for the, the. Except for the, the lunch between the Barbara Club. and, Dor- yeah, the, the British pub. The oh, Club. not the Mortimer. Yeah, the, the yeah, British pub one yeah, where they went yeah, to have yeah. lunch, yeah. So Barbara comes over, and Barbara is a white class lady white, riding so some white, white trash stuff. So white. Like, she is so, I don't even know how to describe her. She's so, she, she comes off as this, like, you know, uh, high class, like, English, like, beautiful writer, so scholarly. But she's writing, like, she Miami trash. About, yeah, yeah, so dark the waves by Biscayne Bay. Yeah. yeah. Like, bullshit. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Yeah. And we never, like, they don't even bother to, like, make a fake plot for one no, of these books. It's no, just like, no. well, I was, this is ahead a little bit, I was exhausted. All the waves. So right. it's just like a book where she describes waves. Yeah. Well, that was a funny no. line where Blanche was uh, dis- describing, well, we'll get to that line because it's coming It's coming up. But, so, Barbara's just trying to impress, or she's not even trying to impress, she's just being her. And the women are trying to be as nice as possible, but they... Rose obviously can't connect with Barbara because she's just like Barbara's talking about having writer's block and then she says, you know, my mind was devoid of all things and thoughts and then Rose says, Oh, that happens to me, me all a lot. Time, right? Yeah. Yeah. And but that that scene is so bizarre because it's so quick. It's like they say four things, then Barbara's like I'm gonna go. Yeah. yeah. Like their their minimal conversation apparently caused her so much grief that she's like Gotta go. Yeah. Well, listen, she's Barbara Thorndike. Uh, she she's Barbara got Thorndike. places to be. Yeah. yeah. She's got waves to describe. Oh, she's got waves to go watch, to look at. Yeah. To, yeah. She's she Barbara Thorndike. Very busy. Yeah, we all do. We're supposed to. I know. She's um, hateful. So she's Barbara leaves. Them. They all go into the kitchen. They're talking. You know, they, Rose and, and Blanche are indicating that Barbara's a little high up. Barbara's yeah. a little out of touch with mm-hmm. reality a little bit. We would bit. say uppity. She's a little uppity. Oh, she's uppity. Yeah. A little uppity for them, for those sort of, you know, earthy women. Sure. And, and Dorothy is... 
you know, just kind of ambivalent to it. It's just trying to like not engage too much in this sort of, you know, line of talk with Rose yeah. and Blanche. Although I don't like that they lump Blan- Rose and Blanche into the same thing where it's like, oh, suddenly Blanche is kind of dumb too. Yeah. A little bit. Like, well, see, I thought Blanche is more passive aggressive. Like she was very like. Well, they make her look dumb when she says it's the only newspaper that yeah, Elvis will talk that's to. That's true. I know they're just, I get it that they're ramping up the joke, but I'm like. You know, get, you know, separate a little bit, which they do. Yeah. when Sophie, when she says later in a later scene, you know, uh, uh, Blanche and Rose are limited. Yeah. Oh, that's so so di- so dismissive and yeah, patronizing. Well, and they, they're talking in this scene about first impressions and how you know maybe Barbara just doesn't make a good first impression, and maybe that they should you know. Try again in the next visit. Give her a second opportunity. Yeah. And so Dorothy leaves, and then um, that Rose and, and Blanche are going to go do something. I forget what they were going to go do. And then see a movie. See a movie. And then yeah. delightfully nonspecific. Yeah. yeah. Let's go to a movie. Right. You're ready to go to the movie. <laughs> the but movie. See, what's great? What's that's? It's funny you say that because modern television, like Thirty Rock or or Parks and Rec, would would name drop a yeah. ridiculous film that was out. Sure. We're gonna go see Medea's family reunion. Yeah. Or, yeah. Sure. Or fake a thing. Fake like, a fake thing. thing. Which by the way, uh I was in New York a few months ago and when I saw the the Broadway Marquee for uh-huh. Misery with Bruce Willis and oh, Laurie yeah. Metcalf. I was like, that is for Kimmy Schmidt. Like, that, yeah. there's yeah. no way that's real. Yeah, like, that's, that's for that. a cutaway <laughs> yeah. for a show. Oh, like, that's that funny. can't be oh, real. My God. That's really but funny. But it's real. It's real. Yeah. Apparently, Laurie Metcalf's amazing. I'm sure she is. I mean, Bruce is probably snooze. But yeah. um, so uh, Rose, at, or no, Blanche asks Rose, what was your first impression of me? And um, Rose just very, like, Solidly, like without feeling any guilt about it at all, says, I thought you were, um, you wore too much makeup and were a slut. And like, it's just that. It's just passing. It's just yeah. like, and that, and there's no even resolution to that line. It's just, Blanche is just like, okay. Yeah. Well, there kind of is, because it's like, well, uh, you know, but you, you, now you know me better. And she's like, yeah, you don't wear that much makeup. Yeah. Right. yeah. That's a great line. That's yeah, a great, that's yeah. a great sort of like, Comedically mathematical equation. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, and they do that a lot. Yeah, they do it a lot. Like the way that her character is is like it's her her entire character is defined by sex. Yeah, you know what I mean. So you would think she uh, being called a slut would bounce right off her. Yeah, Yeah. you know what I mean. When it kind of does, it does. It definitely does. Okay, I mean she even. And some episodes let's like being called fat bounce off of her, and that happens all the time too. Yeah. You know, it's well, she's you know she stands in her truth. Yeah, <laughs> she really does. I've always wanted she to use that, that in life. conversation. That's in literally the first time I've been able to use you that just in did conversation. An Oprah-ism. I did. Yeah, I, it's more of an Iyanla-ism for me. Oh, yeah, it's an Iyanla. Iyanla, Iyanla saved Iyanla. my life. I can't. Oh that fix my life. Fix my life. Fix yeah. my life. Oh, it's save is basically what it is, though. Best. It's it really is the best. I DVR. Every episode. Me too. She's such I a charlatan. For it. You should. You should be. <laughs> Please. Um, she's I, amazing. She is she's such a charlatan. Crazy. Yeah, and she's crazy. And Oprah, like, but you know what though? She's right sometimes. <laughs> she is right sometimes. <laughs> well, she's but, right in the way that like everybody would be right. Like any sensible human of, being is like. But she yeah, can, you should talk to your daughter. Well, yeah, she, but sometimes yeah. she can hone in on the source she does, of the problem. She can do that. Okay, but she's also like, I'm a lawyer, and it's like you're not a lawyer. She's like, yeah, I'm a lawyer. I'm a you know, I'm a guidance counselor. I'm a therapist. Like, I'm a woman. I don't think you're any of these things. Yeah. Where are you a licensed attorney at law? Yeah. When did Ayanla have an attorney, you know, have a law firm? I wonder. Yeah. I would love to see her in a courtroom. Me too. Ayanla! Yeah, oh, the only so gif amazing. I have on my phone, the only gif I have saved on my phone is of her slamming her hand down the table and saying, 
uh, not on my watch. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I love it. There was one where, and it was in St. Louis. Really? Yeah, it was uh, It was three women who uh, run an insurance company together, oh, and they don't get along, one. and one of their daughters was like, yeah, I'm going to fix their life, right? So she comes to town. <laughs> And and she like meets with the three, and she's got like and she talks to the three sisters who are, like are not having it with each other. Yeah. And and she's got a whole thing where she's gonna, she pulls out some rotten meat and she puts it on plates, mm-hmm. right? And uh, she's like, "This is what you bring in, funk, stink, rot, right?" And then and so she and she plops like the meat, the, the yeah. plates down right in front of them, and she's like, "But here's what you do." And then she pulls out some Febreze, yeah. right? And she's like, and she sprays <laughs> Febreze, and the, the women are like, what? "Why are why are all these smells happening? What's going on?" And she's trying to launch into what she means uh-huh. by like with all these visual aids, yeah. and then the daughter who had called her in, like asked her to fix their life. Comes in late, yeah, because she stopped to get her hair done and then went to Starbucks. Okay, wow, and uh, and she's and she's angry because the girl is late, uh-huh. but it's also because she's about to do a monologue and she's been interrupted. <laughs> oh wow! And she's like, she loses her temper and she's like, "Now I know that you did not just invite me out of my home <laughs> and and have me come and support you, and then you're late." Because you stopped to get your hair done and get a coffee drink. <laughs> and she says it really loud. And it's like, and you, you know that it's because she can't say Starbucks oh, yeah. or Frappuccino. Or yeah. drink. So it's like, you have to say something totally. <laughs> and so she keeps coming back to it throughout the episode. Oh, like, wow. You ladies, I need a coffee drink. Wow. And still, like, every time I have coffee, I Can you have imagine the assistant who is brainstorming with... Ayanla about this meat and it's like, I need you to go and yeah. I need you to go to a Ralph's and you need to pick up some just like ask them for the oldest meat. Some nasty yeah. oldest meat. meat. Don't ask me why. Just yeah. get the oldest nasty meat. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And she's I and her plan. Her main thing is to like when people are on the verge of being emotional, she grabs them really tight. Yeah. Uh-huh. And yeah. like forces their head into her into like the the you know crook of her neck or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so like. I think it's so jarring that they have to cry. Yeah. They're like, what's happening here? Yeah. Yes. She goes, mm, just breathe through it. Yeah. Mom, oh, baby. Oh, baby. Let, yeah. Let yeah. all those years out. One of the Let best things I've out. ever heard on television was the, uh, the, the special episode that she did with Karuchi Tron. Uh. <laughs> is, uh, I guess Chris Brown's ex girlfriend, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. and, and so like you know she she's always on Instagram and in yeah. fights and whatever. Um, but she she talks about her relationship with Chris Brown and how devastating it's been, and she kind of starts to get upset, and she does exactly what you said. But uh, but as she's doing it, she says, "Do you ever cry on a big bosom?" Wow! <laughs> and she like straight up forces wow. Wow. Yeah, that's into her breasts. That's, that's her thing. Incredible. Yeah. You know, Oprah, Oprah gave Iyanla two days worth of TV in her yeah. final season. Yeah. Not one day, not one well, segment. Well, she was setting up her brand on own. Uh, exactly. Yeah. But yeah. it's so... Um, it's so manipulative, of and course. it's also so outrageous that she would dedicate two hours of television uh-huh. to basically f- forcing this woman yeah. to beg for her forgiveness mm-hmm. at the same time that she's quietly... Promoting a brand that will then uh-huh. sustain itself once she leaves television later that year. Yet only one episode for Shirley MacLaine, my episode. Well, isn't that crazy? <laughs> wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just crazy. It's like, you, and, and the whole thing was two hours of her being like, I don't take, you know, like, I don't accept your apology. Yeah. And so my friend and I still say to each other, what, what, uh, 
what Ayama kept saying to Oprah, which was, I couldn't hear it. I couldn't hear She's talking yeah. about, like, taking a TV deal from Barbara Walters. Yeah. Which is like, yeah, who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? Yeah. yeah. And, she, and Oprah keeps berating her for doing that and not waiting out her turn for Oprah. Yeah. And Ayama goes, you have to understand, I couldn't hear it. I could <laughs> yeah. not receive it. Yeah. What? I like how we're making her sound like an angry drunk. Oh. Um, and she's the... Fi- and, 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 oh, sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, Oprah's like... And you kept saying, you, you know, you felt... Because when she, like, left... Yeah. I guess she said it's the anointed time. It's oh, time yeah. for me to go. It's anoint- you've been and anointed. She corrects her three different times. Where she's oh. like, I remember you saying that you felt it was the anointed time, not the appointed time. The anointed, but time. the anointed time. <laughs> well, she repeats she herself. The wrong Oprah always repeats herself. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's so constantly. good. Yeah. So All right, okay, sorry. so guys, back to white women. Back to right. white women, but similar to Ayanla, Ayanla, and True. Oprah in many ways. Uh, but by the way, her name is Rhonda. It's not Ayanla. No, it's actually <laughs> Rhonda Harris. But okay. Wow, I, that I didn't know. That's yeah, really sure. good news. Ayan That's good, okay. good tip. You guys heard Ayan it here first. And, uh, so. and she also says, and <laughs> I am a speaker, a life coach, a trainer, a worshiper, and a woman. <laughs> right. I love it. And a woman. Um, so these women, they had a dinner party for Barbara Thorndeck. They invited her over. They're trying to make the peace, trying to get over this bad first impression. Rose drops an ALF reference, which was, I think, greatly appreciated Timely. for everybody. Um, did you see the dad on ALF? He got like had a Coke thing. And then he was lately. He had a child porn thing, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he also like did like he like sucked someone's dick for Coke or something. Hmm. I mean I'd probably do it. Um well, so. you, I mean, wouldn't you be unhappy on a show where all the attention was paid on to a puppet? Yeah. To a, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, that yeah, that's you. You're like really a trained have, Shakespearean yeah, actor and self assured. Yeah. Well there's some great clip on YouTube of outtakes of that. Oh yeah. And the puppeteer for Alf is just, like, cursing mercilessly. Yeah. It's great. It's great. It's great. Uh, so Barbara's there. The whole dinner is just, she's just very. Oh, she ordered, she she asked them to pass the salt in Latin. Yeah. Yeah. Like, really? I mean, I Barbara, leaves. Dorothy, Barbara. Yeah, Barbara leaves. That was and, too brainy for me. So yeah. I, I tuned out on that. <laughs> and, well, the girls are confronting Dorothy about her being maybe it's a little too uppity for her again. Like, they're coming back to this line being like, she's not, she's not good people. Well, I like when Dorothy says... If you don't like Barbara Thorndike, just say it and without, without a hesitation. Blanches, All right, I do not like Barbara Thorndike. Yeah, yeah. She which, cares more about words than she does about people. Which I kind of love how aggressive Blanche is. Even yeah. when Barbara was there and they were describing. So, like, they were talking. Bar- Blanche made some passing, passive-aggressive comment about one of uh, Barbara's novels about the waves. Which well, is where the uh, waves came in. That's her, And yeah. she says that, like, I was reading the book and there were wave this, wave that, so many waves, waves up. I had to take a dram in me about chapter three which is a great line. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Blanche is very She's antagonizing aggressive. her. Yeah. She really is antagonizing Bar- Barbara, yeah. which I, I think, think is good. Is fine. Yeah, I, think I mean, obviously good. it drives the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's, yeah, it's definitely like, you know what? Blanche it's, is. It is a little uncomfortable though. Yeah, if it's supposed to be. Sure. Like definitely. it made me feel uncomfortable well, yeah, too. Yeah, I mean, she, that's why she, you know, I've grown so much as a writer since then. Well, I should certainly hope so, dearie. Yeah. Um, it's like, did you have a problem with my book? Yes. What is the, what is this? But what I love and, about that is, She's doing something in a way like, I mean, every episode comes back to the the friendship between these women and all these things. And in a way, like Blanche is aggressively being a bitch. Yeah. Just to prove to Dorothy, this woman's a a bitch. bitch. Yeah. 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 Like, and it's so she's staking. She's staking her claim. It does. It does. I don't really believe that that Dorothy doesn't wouldn't see it. Yeah. It yeah. seems a little far-fetched. Yeah, sure. but I mean, also, she can be lost in this the celebrity and the having crush. a classy yeah, friend. Yeah, you get a friend crush. Friend crush and, you get, yeah. and we've all been there. Yeah. And okay, here's what I was thinking. Uh, I think Dorothy is Angela Chase. 
Uh, oh, my so-called uh, Barbara life. is Rayanne. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Blanche is uh, Sharon Chersky. Yeah. Who's Ricky? Sophia. Um, yeah, I guess. Yeah, Sophia would be Ricky. Which, no, uh, Richard Mulligan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. That's the wrong show. Or no, no, no. That's Fancy Man from season one. Oh, yeah. Would be Ricky. Oh, God. I loved my so-called life so much. That Me show too. was so pivotal for me. So good. Oh, God. Um, so I did like when Barbara was there, uh, Sophia comes out and... You know, Barbara says something ridiculous about how great her daughter is, and she's giving Sophia a compliment on raising such a beautiful daughter. And Sophia comes back with, "You must be a writer." And then, uh, and when her honk happens and her ride comes, she just like pushes Barbara. She's like, "Well, goodbye." She goes, and just well, like, "Goodbye." Yeah, which, a, that is a very that's a weird. I loved it. I loved it too. I thought it was it's great. A weird, and it was very Sophia. It was very on par with this character. I believe and, that Sophia moment. Yeah, and and so and then Dorothy's like, "Where are you going?" And Sophia's like, "It's, it's Saturday, Saturday night. night. Someone's honking outside. It's called a date." Remember, remember what that's called? <laughs> yeah. yeah. This once again pushing in how alone Dorothy is. Um, so after Barbara's gone, the women are all uh, dressing. You know, Dorothy about just please, like this woman is bad, and finally. Um, they, they, Dorothy just yells. I love it. Dorothy gets angry and says, how, how dare, dare you? And tell me who my friends should be. Yeah. Who yeah. my friends should be. And I love that scene. I love it. Is this where she said resume? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. She says to. Yes, this is where she says. Is you so, may. So she, oh, no, no, it isn't. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it is. is. So, so Dorothy's wearing this like ridiculous apron. It's like a shirt apron. I love yeah, her shirt apron. As they clean the kitchen. Yes. And the only one not wearing an apron I don't think is Blanche. I don't think Blanche yeah. is wearing one. And not get her um, an apron. She she says a line about Angie Dickinson about how, you know, how Blanche lies. Yeah, and she tells what she t- she tells lies as well. Yeah. Like the time she said that Angie she was a body double for Angie Dickinson in some movie. Uh-huh. And Blanche dressed to kill. Dressed to kill. And Blanche says, that was a little white lie. And she goes, Oh really? Then why was it on your job resume? Resume. I hate i <laughs> Alan knows I hate when B like really does her theatrical enunciation yeah. and uh-huh. says words like process and Mar- she's like there's a character named Marguerite in a later episode, mm-hmm. and she calls her Marguerite. Ugh, yeah, it's so weird. It's, I kind of love it though. Uh, a gov- she says government, and she's, oh, another <laughs> word she says diapers. Diapers. Whenever she says diapers in several episodes, she literally says diapers. Diapers. Um, it's so weird. Diamonds. 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 Um, diapers. Resume. No, she wouldn't say Pahone, but that would be great. Uh, oh, uh, does she do no one? No one. No one. Uh, people I have known. No, oh, <laughs> or, uh, oh probably that's a good balls one. that I have thrown. <laughs> that was a thing I had a teacher at uh, prior who used to do that. It was Ooh, like, wow. what the hell? Who are you? What's your problem? Yeah. So, uh, how are you with Jeopardy with Alex Trebek and all of his pronunciations? And oh, shit? oh, yeah, he does that too. It's on brand. Apparently, he's an asshole. That's yeah, yeah. Is, no that, surprise. is that shocking? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, so Dorothy gets angry. She leaves. Next scene is uh, Dorothy and Barbara are out to lunch at what looks like a British pub. Yeah, it the looks, outside looks like a Tudor, like a Tudor style. Yeah. Like Tom Bergen's. Yeah, yeah, pub. yeah. And the restaurant is literary themed, so every book <laughs> is the, it the ever. Res, like uh, the menus are all on books and George Bernard Slaw and like yeah. you know all author so, themed yeah. and may I? Because yeah, I took some notes. Oh please! On the menu, crepes <laughs> of seafood. Oh yeah. And like slaw, yeah. So it's like there's no there's no th- crepes, seafood, and slaw. Can you yeah. imagine? Yeah, yeah. like Eating those are our things. It's they, they only serve things that they can do literary puns about. Of course, yes. and that's it. There's you know a place I mean? here in LA um, 
that I mean, we have gratitude, of course, that does things after Namaste <laughs> and all that shit. But uh, there's a there's a Venice burger place that names their burgers after books, like after oh. literary figures. Okay, I forget okay. the name of it now, but I went once and it's it's basically pretty delicious. Yeah, there was one, there was a place in Culver City that was like film themed. Oh, but it was so clunky. Like <laughs> they didn't try to do puns. Yeah, so it was like, like raging bananas. No, no, it was it was literally just <laughs> film terms. So it was like. Um, like whatever, uh, uh, enchiladas were white balancing and, and like, uh, or, uh, you know, chips and guacamole or whatever so were check terms. the gate. It was like, wh- why? What? That's at the end. And this is a, th- it just, it didn't, that's it didn't weird. Make any sense. I don't think like, that restaurant's to, still there. Yeah, no, it's not. Yeah. Uh, it's where Ford's filling station is now. Or yeah. maybe that's even gone now. Mm. Don't get to Culver City a whole bunch. Well. You shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the restaurant's book themed, and Dorothy is confronting Barbara about how Rose and Blanche just don't like her, that there's a rift. There's been problems sure. between them ever since she started hanging out together. And uh, Barbara says, if I had a problem, I'd want to confide in someone like me as well. And there's no humor. There's no. She doesn't even like crack a smile at no, any point throughout the episode. She's completely so void of anything. We're really meant to hate her. Yeah. And yeah. she even says, like, I mean, this is where she says, face it, Rose and Blanche <laughs> are limited. limited. Which just, like, makes them seem like they, like, ride a short bus or something. <laughs> That's what I was thinking, you too. Know? That's exactly what I was it's thinking, It's like, is too. she saying that they literally have a mental retardation? Right. And, yeah, Dar- and like, Dorothy, yeah, Dorothy says, I realize, you know, so I may get tired of... Blanche's stories of you yeah. know, sexual escapades and Rose's stories about St. Olaf, to which Barbara's like, what? <laughs> Probably like, what? Yeah. But I have to admit, you know, they are they're my best friends. They're your best friends, which well, is... If, yeah. Yeah. If you... There might be something... She says, if there's something in them that I didn't see that you do, I'll give them another shot. So she suggests right. taking them all out with their dates. She Ooh. made a point of saying dates to yeah. the Mortimer Club. The Mortimer Club. The Mortimer what were you going to say, Dave? Oh, what I was going to say is, what's so fucking great about these conversations? They never even give us a snippet of, like, this depth that they go yeah. to. Yeah. Like, the, literally, the only... Like, the only thing... The only evidence that this woman is smart... Is that she takes her to a restaurant where there's the crepes of wrath? Yes. Oh, right. Yes. You know what I mean? Right. Like, totally. That's ridiculous. It's also a little weird that, like, like I, I have to say, and this is just may, maybe me being a freak, but I'm watching this relationship and I'm thinking, like, if this was 2016, they would be in a lesbian relationship. Yeah, it'd be by a late now. In life lesbian. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. It was very sapphic. Yeah. It was they, very sapphic. they would be late in life lesbians. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. They would be the new Sarah Paulson. What's her name? Cherry oh, Jones. Holland yeah. Taylor. Yeah. Holland Taylor. Holland oh, Taylor. Holland Taylor. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Wow. That's a that, good one. I mean, that was legitimately shocking. Yeah. That was great, though. It's I great. love that. Yeah. I love it. Eat that badge. Um, Get so, so the next Sop it scene, up. <laughs> Sop it up. It's, well, so it's not, it's not, I'm not going to say the joke I was going to say. Okay. I was going to do a joke about aging and not being very sure. moist. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> eat that rice but, cake. Eat that rice cake. <laughs> Pour some soy sauce on yeah. it. Uh, okay, let's move on. So, they all are, we're now getting ready to get to the Mortimer Club. And oh, Blanche is wearing this blue sequin number that I believe she wears to the ball to do the dance, the yep. dance-a-thon. Mm-hmm. I think that's her dance-a-thon outfit. Yes. And um, they're all dressed up to the nines. They to usually go to the recycled club. outfits when the girls would go to uh, fancy things. Fancy things. Yes. It's believable. Which yeah. I love. Which I like. I, I do love like that. Do that. Yeah. So they're all getting ready. It's a whole thing. by the thing. way, in some interview, B. Arthur said the best thing about that show was the outfits. Yeah. I don't know what interview it was, but well, I remember. Well, she, in her contract, she kept everything. 
Get out. Yeah, that's why you see like uh, a Blanche's estate sale stuff. Like it's all clothes. It's all there's videos <laughs> online of it. Like you see all these outfits. I, it that's might not hilarious. have been all her clothes. It might have been just the nightwear. But she kept. She had that's, in her contract to keep some of her clothes. Oh wow. they, yeah. yeah. Why wouldn't they all have that? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't think I don't think uh, Betty White was like I don't want any yeah, bare yeah, it's like, sweaters. I don't need, right. Yeah. Yeah. She probably didn't need it. Uh, and and Dorothy probably wore her own clothes. Um, but so they're all getting ready and, uh, Dorothy comes out and she's wearing roses or Blanche's necklace. And she says, you know, Blanche, Dorothy says, I hope it's all right that I borrowed this. And then Blanche says, I just have to tell you that that was meant for a a petite neck. Yeah. Or a a A dainty neck. neck. A dainty neck. And and then Dorothy says, well, you know, I'm sorry if I didn't have a chance to ask Michael, Mike Tyson about for, to borrow his jewelry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is, that's a good one. Yeah. It's good. Uh, so they, they, they're all coming over and uh, Barbara shows up and now Barbara apparently can't remember yeah. Blanche's name. So she calls her Madge. Yeah. She, did, she calls her Madge a couple of times. Does she? Yeah. But it's not like Madge is nowhere near Blanche. No. No. It's just there's like, the same A sound. There's, there, yeah. Just that eh. There's nothing. Yeah. And she also apparently is a, uh, a crib, uh, cradle robber. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. She brings she says, a, a younger under, man, yeah, and, and a, she a, says a day we're player. the same age spiritually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guarantee it was probably like the 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 cameraman's son. Yeah, yeah. Or the and there's a missed opportunity here, which we'll get to. Oh, what? Well, I'm, we'll, we'll get to the we'll, scene. Okay, so yes, let's resolve so, this episode, and then I'll tell you. So, um, they yeah. are going through. Oh, it's fine. They are going through uh, the whole scene, and then Sophia shows a uh, Murray's Sophia's date, Murray Murray Gutman shows up. This cute little Jewy man, and what I think is interesting is so he's wearing this blue tuxedo, and they. He doesn't have much of an entrance outside of this blue tuxedo. Right, that's it. But then someone says, what's his line? He says, nice to meet you or something. But he seems feeble. Yeah. He seems yeah. very like... Nice to meet you too. Yeah, but it, but it's almost like stoic in a way that for me, I'm thinking like, are we... Is this like a Holocaust survivor moment? <laughs> like, is this what we're supposed to feel here? Because that's yeah. what I was kind of feeling. Oh my God. Was a little like, they're going to push this Home. See, and I, think I was, was thinking yeah. that was the missed opportunity. Being yeah. like, this is Mary Gutman. He survived Auschwitz, right? Uh, you know, I think it was just that there's their limited pool of elderly actors that yeah. they just go back to who were worse than each one was worse than the last, mm-hmm. which is why he's they're like, nice to meet you, and he's like. Nice to meet you too. Yeah, yeah. What, that's Chokes it, it out. Uh, I'm so glad you said uh, each more than the last. Yeah. <laughs> Unlike 90 percent of the world, it says yeah. each one worse than the next. Yeah. Oh, I've never. Yeah. Did you ever hear that? That I happens hear that a lot. Everywhere. I get annoyed. Each by that. one was more beautiful than the next, so they got less beautiful <laughs> as they were. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're saying? I don't so, think that's what you're saying. So Barbara think about your words. is wearing this tan, flowy silk outfit, and she now she she introduces herself to Murray, and then. And she says, Dorothy, can I see you well, in the it's kitchen so funny for a moment? She says, well, because he says, this is Morty, Morty Fishbein. Mm. Oh, no, gu- no, this is a Morty Gutman. Mort- Murray yeah. Gutman. And the moment we hear Gutman, there's a, you know, Barbara looks as she's as if someone, you know, let one go. Yeah. And she's like, mm. And quickly, Dorothy, can I see you in the kitchen for a second? Yeah. And so they go into the kitchen, and uh, Dorothy makes some passing reference. and Or Barbara says... Murray? Because we have a problem. We have a problem. Oh, we'll ask Murray. You know, Murray can uh, turn his jacket jacket inside inside out. Which would not be good. No, that would not be good. That's not how jackets work. That's not at all how any (laughs) jackets work. No, that works at all. Also, like, I, I I love that she's, you know, like, we have a problem. As though, like, uh, Dorothy is supposed to know exactly. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. Jewish? No, yeah. Uh, okay, so the club is restricted. The Mortimer Club yes. is restricted. Yeah. 
Does that that doesn't mean that Jewish people can't walk through the door? I think right. it does. I actually think it does. I don't think it does. I think she would lose her membership if she join. Yeah, but like I, I don't know of any restricted club yeah. where it's like, oh, you're black, you can't you come can't walk in the into the door. premises. Yeah, yeah, they probably wouldn't block him from coming in. I think it would probably be more of a situation where she would lose her membership. She huh. would. Right. It would, she would be adversely impacted if I he see. walked in. And listen, okay. as Barbara says, they serve a great breakfast and there's free parking. Free, but it's Miami, right? Yeah, stay where home. is there not yeah. free parking? Uber, yeah. Barbara Thundike, Uber it. Yeah. <laughs> Uber it. I would love to see yeah. Uber. I would love to see the women try to Uber. So uh, Barbara says he's Jewish, and now we're well, realizing. She says, isn't he Jewish? And Dorothy says, I don't know. May, I, I don't know. Maybe. We know Dorothy. Yeah, Everyone like, knows he's Jewish. Morty yeah. Gutman. He, yes. Yeah. Yeah. He couldn't be telegraphed more. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, I confuse Morty Gutman with another person they referenced at some point named Morty uh, someone fishbind. Yeah, I, I know who you're talking about too, but I don't remember. Yeah. So anyway, so um, they're going back and forth, and and Barbara's saying, you know, I don't approve of it, but it's not my policy, and they have the free parking, and all very passively being like, well, it doesn't impact me any, so like, why should I care at all? And right. Dorothy's all like, red flag, Black Lives Matter, Which go is, to why, hell. Why would you go to a club? That why would you go to? Why would you belong to a club that has rules like that? Yeah. She, yeah. Well, you know, I. They have a great breakfast and free parking, and I don't make the rules. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is going back to her well, mom. Well, you tolerate days where- them. Well, you know, she says, well, you tolerate them. Right, that's right. Like, I'm toler- tolerating tonight with Blanche and uh, Rose so I can continue my friendship with you. And she goes, yeah. well, I really misjudged you. Yeah. You're a cunt. Yeah. <laughs> she gets woke. Like, yeah, that was moment. the missed opportunity, her saying cunt. Yeah. Yep. She basically is like, boy, did I misjudge you. You're a cunt. Yeah. Get the fuck out of my house, you cunt. <laughs> Fucking get just step in bed yeah. it is yeah. such a fu- and it is such a funny, random, perfectly eighties reason yeah. for them to come to that fruit that conclusion because suddenly Barbara's a casual anti Semite. Yeah. 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 Well yeah, and and passive anti Semite. Passive anti Semite. Which I think would be most anti-Semites these days. Probably. But it's I mean, also socially, loud with it. socially, you can't be loud with it just like racism, but you can still be like, make the Jewish yeah. jokes behind their yeah. back. Or, sure. Yeah. And you're looking at and she's telling it to the face of a very never, clearly Jewish woman. I had never, yes, I had never, even though in the show she's supposed to be like this Italian, Italian woman. Italian, right. I had never received any anti-Semitism until I got once, when I did the CNN thing for an article I wrote, and there, it got on Reddit, and it uh-huh. became a Reddit thread. And then I was, someone was sending me screenshots, which I wish they wouldn't have, Why? of like what people were saying about this, this oh, gay Jewish faggot, like this that. faggot. Who I mean, that to you? you? No, they, I mean, friends were like, this is what they're saying to you. And I was like, I don't, I don't want to see any of this. By the way, I hope you? you fucking Barbara, them, yeah. whoever <laughs> yeah. would send I you that to the curve. Curve. Because th- that I is some undermining bullshit. Why anybody send yeah. that to you? I mean, they, they wanted to see that. They were excited that I was a Reddit thread, apparently. No. Which I was like, I don't really care about that. Ever, ever read that shit. Yeah. Ever. But that was the first time I visually saw anti-Semitism oh, oh, in a way oh. that was just like disgusting. You know yeah. what I mean? People are waiting. Yeah. They're gonna wanna see Bernie's horns. They're yeah. waiting. Yeah. There's gonna be there's gonna be stuff Forget out it. there. It's, it's going to yeah. be a shit show. Yeah. Okay. So um what was the missed opportunity? The missed opportunity uh was after Barbara is sent back in and, mm-hmm. and Blanche and Rose come back in. 
uh, I think uh, Blanche should have had the young guy's the number. Date, yep. yep. Oh, yeah, and that's good. Just a final indignity to pile good. on this fucking lady. Just to really sleep with her boyfriend, just yeah. to, like, get back at her. Or yeah. she left him because the guys, because as she was storming out, she was like, we have to go, Morty's Jewish. And the guy was like, uh, I'm a quarter Jewish. And Barbara's like, well, then, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you, too. <laughs> and then she melts. Yeah, <laughs> she melts into slowly melting, water. The melting. Yeah, so... Yeah, that that would have been a funnier ending because of the ending of the episode, which they do often, which I enjoy. But they, uh, it's a friend moment. They come right. in and they say like, "Oh, I've been so wrong," and the women say, "Well, we forgive best friends." Blah blah blah. Right. Harmony kumbaya. And but then, then, a, then a, a giant cheesecake falls out of the sky. <laughs> <and rushes them. laughs> Eat the cheesecake. Yeah. But then there is a great ending. So like the the B story. Well, not the B story, but Rose's sort of tagline throughout is, you know, Dorothy couldn't Dorothy because she Dorothy couldn't do the masquerade to, ball yeah, and chose be to the, hang out with Barbara oh, yeah. to go to a writer's. So uh, she couldn't be the butt end of the cow. <laughs> she said she was going to go to a uh, or horse. Uh, horse to a yeah. writer's symposium where she was going to rub elbows with Norman Mailer. It's exactly. Like, are you are you kidding me? Yeah. No. <laughs> Barbara Thorndike and Norman Mailer, not the same uh, and wavelength. Then, and then no. Rose says, does that mean you'll come to the masquerade ball? And uh, Ro- Dorothy responds with, after the week the I've been, I would I be honored to be the horse's, the horse's ass, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Which is great. Great. That, that great, is a good great play line. on words. Great And throwback. it's nice. Honestly, it's nice because I don't need Sophia in that scene either. Yeah. Sophia is not it. necessary. So where, yeah, where is she? She's, she's with Morty. She's on the couch she's on, with him. Yeah, she's talking with Morty, giving him a hand job Morty or something. Mar- Sorry, I realized it's <laughs> Murray Gutman and Morty Fishbein. Morty Fishbein is the um, head of the Benet Brith bro- Rodeo, who, oh. whose back goes out when he was going to take oh, that's Blanche right. to the Benet Brith Rodeo. And uh, <laughs> he was like a Jewish cowboy, uh. who we never see. No, that's we do see him. Morty Fishbein? Yeah, we do see him. Because remember one time when she thought he was dead? And that's, she, that's not Morty. Oh, is it not? That's um, that's not Morty. That's uh, oh my god. Well, it's Alan King's character. Yeah, you know, um, Mel Bushman. Mel Bushman. Mel Bushman. Another Jew. I like that. Um, all the Jews. On Miami. He's the one who says that's entertainment. They single-handedly put Jews on television in the 1980s. I guess they did after Judd Hirsch. Yeah, <laughs> Judd Hirsch yeah. and Golden Girls. Right. Sure. Wow. Well, well that was Ryan. the episode. Okay. Fun episode. I actually like I the love episode. That episode. It's one of my favorite episodes, I think. It's just because like efficient. Yes. yes. You know what I mean? Efficient. It was like it did its business and then it went away. Yeah. Loved it. <laughs> it's like you won't we, remember much from it, but well, you, you know. remember that Dorothy loves a Jew. Sure. She does. She will stand up for a Jew. She will. I will too. Yeah. Which I respect. I will too. And she and and, and Sophie Estelle Getty and B were both apparently in real life like, why don't you just make us Jewish? Yeah. We're both Jewish. Estelle yeah. Getty played Jewish mothers, yeah, and they just insisted on it being Italian. An Italian couple. My guess is because of um, uh, Amy Palladino. Is that who? Susan Palladino? Yeah, that's my guess. Really, that's my guess. Interesting. Yeah, they. Uh, so Estelle Getty's. So Carrie has a Carrie, the co-host of the podcast, mm-hmm. has a um, has a picture of her at Estelle Getty's headstone, and it's such a sweet headstone where it's just her name and the year she was alive and then the star David. And wow. that's it. It's very subtle. It's in the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. So Is of course... It? Oh, right. You told yeah. me that. Yeah. It's really great. Um, that was so, the only thing my parents wanted to see when they came to visit me in Los wow. Angeles was Hollywood Forever. Really? How lurid. Yep. Oh, wow. Know, right? Interesting. And we saw Betty Davis and that's it. <laughs> and you're like, so I'm going to go home now. Yeah. Nice seeing you, like, son. Why on earth would you want to do this? But yeah. they did. I have never been and I have no interest in going. Oh, yeah. have you been to the to the movies there? I won't wait in that line. Oh, it's so oh, awesome. It wasn't Hollywood Forever. It was Forest Lawn. Sorry. Oh, oh yeah. Forest okay. Lawn. Okay. Right. Yeah, where where Marilyn Monroe is buried. 
right? I guess. I don't yeah, know. I think I she's know. buried there. I don't know. Um, so, Dave, at the end of every podcast, we yep. do a golden takeaway. It's oh. a moment of truth or a nugget of inspiration that you can take from the episode and apply to your life or the lives of our listeners. I'll start so we, okay. you have an example. Um, my golden takeaway from this episode, and it's been a takeaway from other episodes that we've watched as well, is I need to, and even though I know that I'm not a larger person, I need to embrace baggy clothes. I would love mm. to wear baggier, mm. like like sort of what Dorothy would wear, the the, the free-flowing, mm. almost moo-moo level yeah. tops. Yeah, well, formless. Large yes. and formless. I mean, I, I, would, I want a formless outfit. We, I, we live, I live in a world where I need to be compact and show that I'm compact mm-hmm. and have this, the jeans and the shirts and the blah, and the blah. I just want to be baggy and embrace yeah. that bagginess. Yeah, it's, it's exhausting wearing tight and revealing clothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. All the supporting undergarments are really, I mean, it's, it takes a long time to totally. put it together. I don't want to always Whoopi, pull my shirt out when I sit down. That's yeah. why Whoopi Goldberg, only like her eccentric clothing are, only, are just her shoes. Yeah. She wears capes and bags and ponchos, but then has like, I can't even imagine how many pairs of like eccentric shoes that she wears. She every can wear a heel. She yeah. can wear a heel. Yeah. Elliot, what's your golden takeaway? My golden takeaway is that I'm not, I don't like crepes. Mm. I realized in the way that they were talk, just describing the, or just, just the way they talk about crepes and the thought of crepes when they're at the, you know, literary restaurant. Yeah. I'm just, eh, I don't, I don't need crepes in my life. Really? Yeah. If you go to the Grove, there's a great crepe place. Yeah. I was there last week and I was like, eh, you don't like it? I don't need it. Hmm. Interesting. But I do love slaw. I love a George. I really do love a George Bernard slaw. Sure. I don't like a slaw. Not I a love slaw, man. a slaw. I came to slaw late in life. Really? Yeah, slaw's great. Okay. A vinegar slaw. Mm. Okay, see, I like a mayo slaw. I yeah. like a mayo, but we're from Missouri. Yeah, there you go. It's a mayo thing. There you go. Yeah, Dave. Uh, my golden takeaway is uh, is tread lightly in new relationships. Mm. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, be cautious. That's good. Um, I mean, you know, you meet somebody who you really click with. You want to dive right in. Yeah. But sometimes that's not the appropriate course of action. You want to get to know somebody slowly over mm. a long period of time. Especially if they have a name like Thorndike. 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 <laughs> yeah. Just sharp. Thorndike. How can yeah. you be anti-Semitic if you have a name with a dike Thorndike. in it? Thorndike. Yeah. That's not possible. What a name. Yeah. And you're in publishing? Yeah. You come across another Jewish person oh in Miami? God. Right. Yeah. Come on. Well, that's all the crazy thing. It's like. What what there are t- there, it's nothing with Jews in Miami. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. How, could, how could a place that restricts Jews right. survive? Yeah, yeah, in Miami, the, the place to be. Bullshit, you know? bullshit. Yeah, Dave, thanks so much for being here. Thank you for having so me. much fun. Thank Such you. a great time. I can't. And Elliot, thank you for yeah, being here as well. As well, you'll be back it. in the next few weeks, I'm sure. Yeah. Um. And Dave, you have a great book coming out June thanks. 28th, right? June yep. 28th. Mm-hmm. Party of One. Correct. When can people start pre-ordering on Amazon? Well, they can do that right now. Ooh. They can do that on the e-tailer of their choice. So where do they go to follow you and find out more about this book? Uh, probably Twitter. I'm okay. at Dave Holmes. And my pinned tweet has a link to where you can pre-order the book. Oh, oh perfect. And we have to say, you did something just last week, was it? Where you you uh, you made you some news. Live tweeted uh, oh, a, yeah. a live Yeah, it wasn't con. live. It was after it had happened, <laughs> but I told the story in installments on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, I, I got called by some... Um, <laughs> Some people who ran a very, very haphazard um, con where they say they're the IRS. Like, it's a recording that leaves a message that says, this is the Internal Revenue Service. Uh This is your final notice that there's a lawsuit against you and whatever. 
And, uh, and I called back and they took me through the whole thing and it was like, it was really bad. And yeah. I, and I had some fun at their expense. Wow. Yeah, you, you really, and it, did, it got like, it, it got picked up by weird places. Yeah. I yeah. saw it. I saw it all over so the place. Yeah. yeah. So and check that out. Guys. Strange. Yeah. Follow I love it at the end that well. they said to you when you were like, when you chewed them out, they were like, Instead of even being aggressive, they were like, sorry for bothering you or something. Yeah, they were like, please accept our apology. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> please accept our really, apology. I really fucking live for in trying to con you. You don't, get to, you don't really get to unleash, like, righteous anger very no. often. No. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because there, there are often two sides to every story. Yep. Uh-huh. And whatever. This and is, like, no, this is a one-sided thing. This is pure evil. Like, oh, they're, yeah. they're bilking dumb and or old you. people out of their money. Good and for it's you. fucking awful. Yeah. And good for you for putting their phone number online. Good for you. Thanks. Well, that yeah. one's been disconnected. I mean, it's all burner phones yeah. and, like, you know, temporary numbers and shit. Um, but it, it was job, really though. fun. Thank you. Great I job. Was, I'm, I'm quite proud of my work. Elliot, where can people follow you? Everything's just at Elliot Glazer. Mm-hmm. And you guys should be watching Younger this season. Yep. Elliot is a writer yep. on Younger. Yep. So it's a fun show. be watching that. Yep. Um, I just saw the uh, truffle butter gif. Um, and I remember reading that script uh, when I was, I was doing punch-up stuff. And I remember reading that script and laughing out. Was that your script? No. No, no. Yours is coming up. Yeah. Yes. But, you know, Ashley's, Ashley and Lyle were the ones. The truffle butter. Yeah. Which they will be guests on this podcast very, very soon. Oh, good. Um, and I am H. Allen Scott, of course. You can follow me, H. Allen Scott, on everything. And this has been Out on the Lanai. You can go to outonthelanai.com for all kinds of more fun. You can also go to Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast to see all the fun things we're doing there. And, of course, this is a HeadGum podcast. We're hosted by Spreaker, so they're awesome. And go check out those other podcasts that HeadGum has going on and and if you are listening to this podcast and you are in the Los Angeles area or will be in the Los Angeles area or know someone in the Los Angeles area, you should go to the live show on Saturday, February 20th at 7 p.m. at Nerd Melt. It is a free show and we will have booze, free booze. Ooh. Oh, sangria. Sang- five gallons of Yum. sangria. So Jesus there's Christ. no reason not to come. And we're watching the um, episode where Michael, Dorothy's son, brings a older black woman oh, home. Boy, Lorraine. Oh, yeah. Lorraine. Yeah. So it's going to be a Great live show. Baron Vaughn's on it. Ed Drost is on it um, from Grizzly Bear. It's going to be a good, fun, fun show. So look forward to that, guys, and tell all your friends. And in the meantime, stay golden. Stay golden. (laughs) Stay golden. I'm throwing that in. (laughs) (laughs) That was a HeadGum Podcast. (laughs) 